You're listening to The Occupational Philosophers with Simon Banks and John Rice. Welcome to The Occupational Philosophers, a not-so-serious business podcast to spark creativity, curiosity and imagination, to enable you to be the most curious cat that you can, enable the teams and the people you interact with to be the most creative, curious and imaginative individuals they can be. John, it's a pleasure to see your smiling face. <laughs> and you, Simon. Your introductions are getting longer and longer. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like the idea of us being curious cats. It still makes me smile, the fact that we might be cats, even well, at our age. <laughs> curiosity didn't kill the cat. It made it super cat, John. It made it super cat. That is true. And with that in mind, Simon, what are we going to explore in this episode? Well, it's a short in-between episode. Now, I want to kick off with a question. I want you to take your mind back to one of those great overseas trips you've been on. And let's say that you haven't done an overseas trip. Just one of those great trips you've been on, which is really different to where you might have been your day-to-day neighbourhood. All right, have you got something mm-hmm. in your mind? And John's sitting here with his uh-huh. eyes closed, which is good. <laughs> Far away. I'm awake. I am Far awake. Away. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so so I have thought of something. So you, shall I share that? Yeah, yeah, share please, that? yeah, share uh, those ideas. So, well, it connects the two of us because it connects to the last significant trip we did, which was down under. We went to uh, Australia and New Zealand before everything went into a bit of a free fall. And I was just thinking about all the different wildlife I saw. You know, so we'd look up in the trees and see these fantastic colorful birds and parakeets and is it minor birds and stuff that you got you got different range of birds which are intensely colorful really vividly colored yeah that yep. just kind of just so just sat in the trees and just making beautiful song and then you get things like watching a wombat waddle away from you as dusk approaches and you just go well i wouldn't see one of them in shore and by sea in england and then there was a spiky porcupine type creature which i think is called an echidna i think yeah again you just see that and go i never see that just to see it and be intensely curious about it you watch it you watch these things you know i don't watch pigeons and seagulls at home (laughs) but i I sat and watched this echidna for the best part of half an hour not doing a lot really but i was just curious because i've never seen one is that the sort of thing you're thinking about Oh, yeah, there's no right or wrong, but I love this. I love this, <laughs> your ability to be able to recall that as well. So I want to introduce you to this concept of traveller's eyes. Now, listening at home, if you can, close your eyes if you're driving or in the car. Maybe not. <laughs> However, I want you to think one of those great overseas trips you've been on. And as I said, if it hasn't been overseas, it's one of those trips where it's been a really different environment to where you are in your day-to-day. Now, imagine yourself back there right now. Now, from the moment you get to the airport, you know, things are different. The air smells different and it even feels different. So you get into a cab or a bus and you're heading your way to your accommodation and you're peeking out, looking out the window and you're taking every bit of, every bit, all the, of the neighbourhoods you're driving through. Now, you get to your accommodation, you check in, you think, okay, I'm going to go for a walk. So you head off down the street and you look at a cafe, you notice that the tablecloths are different to the ones you might see at home. The chairs are even different to what you might see. And you look down, you're noticing all these different cobblestone patterns on the street. Now you continue to walk 
and you're looking in shop windows, you're taking about everything you see, you're hearing different music, you're seeing different fashion, you're hearing different dialects. And often you get home, you notice you couldn't stop taking photos of windows and doors when you look through your photos. <laughs> now, now you sit down, you start a little bit hungry and you sit down you think, okay, time for something to eat. Now the menu comes out, but even then you notice oh, the feel of the menu is so different in your hands from what it might be at home. And you're looking at the menu and you're wishing you worked a little bit harder on your foreign language skills at this time, but you get out something like, you know, Dostavesa, por favor, or it's like local equivalent, which gets you two beers. And if you're an Australian, you think, ha, huh, so multilingual, my friend, multilingual. You get back and you go, <laughs> I was speaking the language and all this type of stuff. But then the beers come out and the drinks come out and you notice you're in these long, thin glasses, which is so different to a pint or a schooner glass, which you might have at home. But look, you know what I'm saying, right? When we travel, we deliberately make an effort to notice absolutely everything around us. And this is what I call traveler's eyes. And it's somewhat ironic, myself included, that we go overseas to see things we regularly ignore at home. So imagine if everyone in your organization or your team was looking at the world with traveler's eyes. Because think about it, think about the last time you walked from, let's say, your car or the bus to work back when you were working, or let's say you're out doing your back when we actually went to offices, or you actually walk from your car to the grocery shop, it's generally we're looking down, looking at our phones, and the only thing we do is look up to dodge someone else's feet. So that's Travel's Eyes. Imagine if we took that same inspiration, that same energy to take in ideas when we're with, uh, we're now everyday life. So I think this is great. I'm just imagining it in an organization and you sometimes see this where there is a, a lack of appreciation sometimes of each other's worlds world read as department or floor they're on the, yeah, third floor, sure. on the second floor and so you can go and walk around their world and actually as you say take some traveler's eyes with you and you suddenly might see a, so a whole range of different things that they're not even noticing because they're immersed in it day in day out the other thought i had is that, my gosh, you don't want to get stuck behind Kevin and accounts walking around going, there's a photocopier, there's the water cooler, <laughs> it's the coffee machine. Oh, look, a door with a door handle. There's a notice. It says, go away, Kevin. <laughs> well, look, I still don't think if you wander around, I, w- I would happily walk behind Kevin and talk to Kevin and go, yeah, nice door. What do we like about that door? But it's just that concept of being really, really curious. And I often talk around, if you're a leader, how can you create that sense of traveler's eyes in your organization? So, and look, we understand we all have to get stuck in the day to day of just making things happen. But how can we bring a little bit more into that space so we step outside our own shoes and look? Is there, and sometimes I've had that thought where you, you're in those design processes and you've talked about design thinking and, and I like where you do try and put yourself into the shoes of someone, like a client. Yeah, 100%. And I I wonder if you could practice that exercise by saying, look, I want you to walk around our organization as if you are one of our key clients and really just try and be that key client for a day and walk around. Yeah, and a group uh, I had the pleasure of working with uh, last week, all school principals, and this was we did sort of two days together a year ago, then two days together sort of the follow-up. And based literally on that, that, that sort of spending time in other people's shoes and having a lot more empathy and understanding, they got all of their staff 
to walk around the school as if they were a parent. So you wander into the school, you're a new parent. What do you see? What do you greet it with? What do you interact with? And, you know, what sort of messaging you get? They got them to walk around the school as a student and into these five or six different groups. And then they came back and they said, you know, what have we learned? And funny thing is a little bit of resistance at first because, oh, what are we doing? Here we go, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> However, as this activity unfolded, everyone really enjoyed it because they were walking, there was energy, there was, you know, some joy in it, they're having conversations and they're being asked to be curious. And so they had a, some really great insights because as with all schools, you're competing against other schools for some extent to bring kids in. So they realised, wow, we can really shift and change these things we hadn't seen before by using traveller's eyes. I love it. I'm going to go and practice now. I'm going to walk around our office next time as if I was a 22-year-old student backpacker. <laughs> I haven't put that. I haven't put that. Uh, <laughs> I haven't put that layer over it. There's all different types of travellers. Rather than there's a pub, there's another pub, and there's a pub. Where's, where, where's John? He's he's slumped in the kitchen with a bottle of ouzo spread across his <laughs> across his backpack. Oh no, not again. So John, let's wrap this up. Just look at the world of travellers' eyes, especially just on a personal level, but just introduce this concept to your team. And we've all travelled and all got excited around this space. So what I find is a really nice reference point to go, yes, I can get this. And once we start to get those things, I understand how this works and not some sort of high-level theory, all of a sudden we're in a space where we go, I've got some passion, I've got some enthusiasm, I can make some action. And I like this. And again, it ties into some of the other things we've had, but the idea of helping people connect to being creative with an idea such as Traveller's Eyes is really useful, isn't it? It's like this. Oh, well, I get that. Therefore, I can do this thing. So connecting it to something they're familiar with can really help people then get on board, as it were. So, John, as always, check us out, occupationalphilosophers.com. Subscribe, tell your friends, give us a rating and... In the meantime, stay curious, play more, have fun, make stuff, and date life.